Welcome, Welcome to Fightconomy. Here, Here we cover everything from finance, economy, and how it affects you. Please welcome your host, Kyle Talks. Hello, hello, how's it going? Welcome back to Fightconomy. I'm Kyle. I appreciate it. If this is your first time tuning into the show, let me just thank you, and I look forward to getting educated with you. If you're not sure what this is, we just talk about what's going around in the world economy. We're just talking about what's going on with the world's finances and how we can like adjust our finances to that and play defense or play offense and just be aware of what's going on with our money because i was told this at second grade and it's still true today though why does the world spend money it's true it's just how it is and we it's made up money's made up so let's make sure we keep up on this uh made up thing we call money this is my weekend show um i graduated with uh degrees in business, you know, stuff. I do stocks. I've always enjoyed this. And this is something I want to bring on the podcast. If you would like to check out my main show, which is Kyle Talks, the the prior name of the um, podcast, go ahead and check me out. In the middle of the weekdays, I drop my main episodes there. We talk about society, business, and culture. A lot more on the uh, business and culture side of it, because all those intertwine. And we're literally, we're if you think about it, we're literally functioning in those things every day, society, business, and culture. So if that's something that interests you, go ahead and check out my main podcast that come out midweek or go back and check some out. And I hope you enjoy. We do have a lot to talk about today. A lot of inflation numbers came in, a lot of stuff in America has happened, and it's actually affecting other countries. So let's just start off in the motherland herself, America, and talk about what we did this week. This week, we have got our brand new inflation numbers for America. So every month, we release like our hottest stats on what the economy is like. And we had a doozy of one this week, so let's jump in. Inflation rises currently at 8.4%. At our peak, we were at 9, 9.4% um, at 9%. So uh, yeah, we're still high. Wholesale prices rose half a percent. So the prices that you know, you go to like Costco or Sam's Club or like wholesales, all their prices have increased about half a percent and interest rates are planned to have a heavy increase again. So this is a really big week. So the Federal Reserve, which is the money managers of America, um, kind of like want to tackle inflation like it's their job, right? As the money manager of America, they have to try to keep inflation down so people can work. And how they do that is... Um, I can tell you guys every episode, I'm going to drill it into you, but if you don't remember or this is your first time here, um, let me give you a crash course in how money works in America, right? It's going to be like 30 seconds. So you know how people print money and you know how you think that's how money is made. Um, you that You're wrong. And that's a good guess, but you're wrong. How money is made in um, America is when you take on debt. We're a debt society. So you know when you take out debt to go to school, when you take out debt to buy a house, when you take out debt to buy a car that $20,000, boom, you just came out of nowhere. You didn't have it. I didn't have it. The people you borrowed from didn't have it, but you made it create out of thin air. What comes with debt? Interest rates, because you have to pay it back. And of course, they have to make money for lending you that. So there's your crash course in how money works in America. So as the Federal Reserve, the money managers of America, how they try like, hey, if people are spending, how do we keep them the slow spending down to bring inflation down? Let's increase the interest rates because it will force they'll have to pay more money for money they already don't have. You see where there's a couple of problems here already? 
So that's kind of the idea about it. And the Federal Reserve has been hiking inflation or hiking interest rates by almost a percent every um, every quarter. So if it goes up by like 0.75, I'm going to give you guys like the real jargon here, okay? They'll say like an interest rate has increased 75 basis points. And that sounds like a lot, and it is a lot, but 75 basis points is like 0.75%. If they were to say they increased it by 100 basis points, that's like one whole percent. So you, you see like where this is going. So having the past few times the Federal Reserve has increased interest rates to slow down spending and slow down inflation, they've increased it by 0.75% which is a huge jump. They've done that back to back. Interest rates right now are higher than they've ever been because inflation is really a problem that we're dealing with right now. So this whole thing has been crazy and inflation is still not coming down. So people are worried if the Federal Reserve keeps like increasing interest rates, what's going to happen to regular everyday people who can't afford those interest rates. And we're getting dangerously into that temperate, into that, um, into that like area arena of interest rates really affecting everyday people more than they're attended. So consumer prices rose 0.4% in September and they're up 8.2% from year over year, according to data released this past Thursday from the BLS Bureau of Labor Statistics. So consumer prices last year, you're paying 8.2% more for like your consumer goods. Isn't that crazy? Well, you're paying 8.2% now today than you were a year ago. Worker wages took another hit, which is crazy because if you listen to the past Phyconomy episodes, you see how the media has been propping up the market like, hey, inflation's high, interest is high, but people have jobs and um, people are getting paid and they're getting paid more. So what's going on? Obviously, that's not working and the narrative is switching. If you've been following the Phyconomy, which I know some of you have, this is a real swing out of left turn because... This whole time, the jobs was like the main piece that's keeping the market together. And obviously, that's not working. So we had an article. It's the same article. Worker wages took another hit, falling 0.1% last month and 3% year over year when adjusted for inflation. So this whole past month, we've been talking about workers getting paid more. Obviously, meant nothing because they realized it's not working and it's not true. And in fact, year over... So last year, this time, you were getting paid 3% more for your same job. Today, you're getting paid 3% less for that same job due to inflation. So uh, thanks, Federal Reserve. Markets now expect the Fed that could institute another consecutive 0.75% rate hike in November and December. The food index rose 0.8% in the month and is up 11.2% from a year ago, according to the BLS, again, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So food, your food prices alone, imagine, okay, let, let me put this in context. So this is something we can really understand. I never really like the numbers. I'm very practical. I want to, I would want to hear it in a way that makes sense. Let's do this. Last year in October, let's say you went and bought a pizza for um, 10 bucks. Today, that pizza would cost you 11.75. Now that doesn't sound like a lot, right? But let's 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 scale this up to spending groceries, which a lot of us do and a lot of us don't. But groceries are a bigger expense. Let's say for a family of a family of five, right? And that's a lot of money, right? I mean, we're talking I mean, even a family of three, that's a lot of money on groceries, correct? Let's say you spend a thousand dollars a month on groceries, right? 
whatever the family size. You just spent $1,000. Today, you're paying $1,110 for the same, $110 more for that same grocery, for that same exact more, $1.12 for that same groceries a year. You're paying $112, $120 more for that same food than you did last year. If so, uh, hopefully that puts it in context to you that these inflation is really ramping up, especially when it comes to food. It's really like, it's, I don't think we, if you're like a general, general Gen Zer millennial, we haven't seen higher inflation prices than this. So for me to see this and how it affects my finances, like me and my wife, we spend about 250, I would say. 250 on um, groceries a month and that's just groceries not like food so 10% now we're almost spending 300 at like 275 280 a month instead for the same groceries that we got a year ago so it's when you put it in context like that for my finances put that in context for yours like it's getting like way worse inflation's increasing and the fed's going to keep on trying to increase interest rates to try to cool that down and in addition ending this little check marks of these little updates we got this week the producer price index the ppi and for those of you i talked about this a little bit a few months ago but if you don't know what that is it's just the price it costs to make something so a company's ppi is how much did it take them to make that toothbrush or something the ppi producer price index a measure of prices that U.S. businesses get paid for the goods and pers- goods and services they produced increased 0.4%. So um, let's review what we went over here. Inflation increased this past month. Interest rates have been increasing and they're getting dangerous for everyday homeowners. Food prices are up 11.2%. Workers are getting paid less than they were last year based on inflation numbers. Even though the past few months we've been told the workers are going to save our economy because they're showing up to work. Um, no, we're getting hired on and getting paid less. And food and energy is costing around 4% more today than it was a year ago. So if we look across the whole board, inflation is really sinking its teeth in. We're really having a hard time of people getting out and spending on just food they literally just need and we're also having a hard time of people finding jobs that are paying past inflation inflation is eating up most of our wages um when you think about it in like the big picture kind of way so yeah we're we're not doing so hot over here inflation's really affecting us and we're going to be looking forward to the fed's decision and what they are going to do um this next month and how to try to combat this inflation and this leads perfectly into our second article for the day If we continue down this same path of high interest rates and inflation, renting may be out of reach for many everyday Americans. So if you remember a couple weeks ago, we talked about how the UK is facing crazy high rents and the rent surge. We took a page from their book and now we are suffering some of those many, not as extreme, if we're being fair and honest here, not as extreme as the UK's rent surge is right now. And we'll jump into that later. But... We are dealing with a little bit of rent and screpities ourselves. So, so rent, let's just jump right into it. I'm going to give you guys straight numbers. This one's going to be a little bit more numbery. So um, I'll, of course, I'll explain it. Um, keep your heads in the game. This is big. 
rent up over 7.8% year over year. So last year you were spent, you were spending 7.8% less on rent. This year you're spending that same amount for the same place and the same problems um, that you are today. I am fortunate me and Emily, our landlord literally increased our rent by like not even $50. So we're not like, we're seeing like a 2% growth on our rent, um, which is still up. Uh, but, uh, yeah, some places are 8% higher. Let's just round it on 8%, almost 10% plus for in America, in the United States of America for your rent apartment is down. Apartment demand is down over 10% year over year. So less people are wanting apartments. Is that surprising? No, because rent is up insane. I was doing some uh, digging on this. And you, um, for most of you guys who know, I am in the SoCal LA area. A lot of, there's like new apartment places going up around us. And a lot of these places are like starting as like a studio at 2300. And we're talking like a small studio that I know that is also like the SoCal thing where rent is really high, but we're getting like higher than that. I know some places I knew of a buddy who lives out a little deeper, like near LA and he has a one bedroom that he pays 1800 for. It actually just went up to a clean two grand. He's trying to fight that. There's like rules of like rent control, how much you can raise it. But these rents, just from personal anecdotes and seeing other people, these rents are increasing um, crazily, 8% more crazily actually. In addition to rent being up, apartment demand is down because people don't wanna pay those rents. Surprisingly, single, single family rentals are more in demand than apartments. So people, here's the reasoning, and here's what I'm kind of make sense out of this. If apartments are really expensive and their cost, and if they cost almost as, oh, sorry, if they cost almost as much as a mortgage rate, why not just go get a mortgage and own a house and have like some like property and ownership at that point than paying that much just to rent? That's kind of the idea I have with apartments down, if you're going to pay that much money, you might as well at least own it or be paying it off to own it with a mortgage. And that's actually not, that's actually like just as bad because home buyers are ceasing and slowing down and over five, 6.5% of people have backed out of home buying this past month alone due to the insane markup of prices of households right now. And mortgage rates are exceeding over 7%. So mortgage rates are tied to interest rates. So if interest rates goes up, your mortgage is going up because you're paying more interest on that loan that you're doing for this house. Because you don't have the money, I don't have the money, they don't have the money, but the bank does and they'll fund it for 7%. Now, to put this into context, um, People are wanting homes, but mortgage rates are crazy high. No one wants an apartment. People would rather have a house. And just to make this a little more contextual for you, I was doing some mouth calculators and saw a couple of things online. And let's just go with this. A million dollar home last year. So in 2021, a million dollar home with the interest rates and everything would cost you $4,100 a month. That's how much you do that for 30 years. That's how much you'd be doing, right? For a million dollar home, a million dollar loan last year. This year, that same million dollar loan, instead of costing you 4.1 thousand, that same loan would cost you 6.5 thousand dollars a month. So if you just look at that alone, 
if literally you look at that alone, you're like, oh yeah, I see why people aren't buying homes. I that's almost two thousand dollars. That's two thousand plus dollars increase in what they're paying for that same loan for the same house. So if that makes kind of gives you an idea of really what's going on. Rents are and people some people aren't willing to pay this increased price. Um, they'd probably just rather go to an apartment because that is at least cheaper in the long run because you're paying so much interest on just owning that house based off that little um, stat I just gave you. So it's crazy. A lot of people are moving out of homes. There's been a lot of sellers are constantly trying to um, reconfigure their prices. Home prices are very, um, as you can tell, fattened right now. Home prices are way overvalued. They're way up just because of the interest and just because of inflation. It is not a good time to buy a home as a buyer. Now, on the flip side of that, this is a fantastic time to buy as a, to sell as a seller because your home has gotten this crazy increase of value out of nowhere. And now you have some equity in the home. You have a lot of more wiggle room. But even with all that like leverage you have, no one's going to buy it because they don't want to pay these increased prices due to inflation due to the increase of their interest rates they have to pay. So, and and just to round it out, homes are valued about 15% increase in year over year, and buyers are back in the home, and sellers are fighting to get top dollar. Just to kind of round this out, I, it's interesting to me, because I haven't heard much about real estate during this whole inflation thing. Then I'm starting reading more, digging more, and there's a lot they're like not talking about real estate, but over here at Phyconomy Kyle Talks, we talk about real estate because we all got to live somewhere. So yeah, be aware of that. Rents are up. Um, just some practical steps for you. If you're looking to combat like the price of rent in your area, look up your like local labor laws, depending on what state you're in. And um, they can only increase it by certain, not labor laws, rent control laws. They can only increase it by a certain percentage every year if they really wanted to. And you as a tenant, do you have the um, power to fight that? And a lot of different, a lot of states are very tenant oriented. There's a few that are like landlord oriented, but a lot are tenant. And then for homes, it might be looking time to refinance your homes and stuff like that. But yeah, it rent is getting hectic. And it's not only affecting us here in the USA, but it's also affecting those across the pond. Wrapping up today's segment, I want to talk about someone we talked some a place we talked about two weeks ago. You the UK, the United Kingdoms, the great place of the Brits. If you remember a few episodes ago, um, it was big headlines in my episode, UK billionaire tax cuts, which was true. They were facing an economic turmoil. They were really close to recession. If we thought our rents were bad, um, if we thought that our inflation is bad, they're experiencing it worse over there, especially in the rent area. Rent has increased like literally over 40 to 50% in some areas of the UK. And now they're in deeper much deeper water because a lot of overnight almost hundreds of pension funds literally just disappeared now what's a pension fund pension is like when you work for a company for so long you put money away and then when you leave you have like this investment folder from money that you put in and money they matched and it's like oh you're quitting here's your pension fund of like a million or what however much money that was in there after putting money in and investing it and stuff so that's pension and usually these pensions are tied to government products like government bonds, government debt, government housing, um, not like housing they provide, but like just assets in general 
that the government owns. You're a part of that because it's a lot safer if the government owns it, you know, and stuff like that. That's kind of the crash course in the pension. So overnight, the gov the UK government bonds. Let me start here. Our friends across the pond are not catching break. UK economic turmoil is ramping up now with millions of employees' pensions fading away overnight. UK recently gave billionaires and their companies huge stack breaks to avoid a recession just a few weeks ago. This not affecting the lower level had no effect on them. Now, today, with the increased cost of rent and the increased cost of day-to-day living, the the breaking and fading away of pensions may affect UK more than it can handle. The UK now is suffering from a massive loss from their government bonds. So the value of their bonds, um, whether it's like IOUs, we're going to build this, just government bonds are down. And a lot of pensions are tied to what we talked about, government assets. And these are a government bond, a government asset. And almost wiped out the pension funds for hundreds of companies. The turmoil triggered after the value, the value of the UK money nosedived in reaction to the government spending, forced the company's money managers into a series of interventions to prop the markets up that averted disaster for pension funds using leverage. Okay, that's a lot of things. What does that mean? Let's break it down. So what does that mean? UK, their money devalued. And when their money gets devalued, it caused a lot of things to either jump in price to really jump in price. So what does the money managers do? The money managers say like, oh, crap, our our currency means nothing. All these crazy things are going on. People will lose their jobs. How do we like give value to the dollar so their dollar is still strong? So they enacted a, a multitude of principles to keep that dollar up. And that very heavily affected government bonds negatively. So they're propping up their dollar and trying to keep like their US, their pound up. But in effect, that really hurt their bonds and their government assets, which caused a crazy decrease in value literally overnight. And that's what wiped a lot of people's pensions away. I couldn't find out any numbers on how much was wiped out. But imagine you work for a job for years. Um, in years and then you find out hey so that like huge pension fund you had let's just call it a million dollars yeah it's at like 800 right now or it's like it's 700 right now um i'd be pissed uh, that's you and i don't know if that's the exact numbers i'm not trying to spread misinformation i don't know if that's how lengthy of that that is or how bad it is but even if you lost 50k in a, in a million dollar account that you've worked all your life to get i would be just as mad so that's going on and that is just keep mindful of that because that is happening because the U.S. keeps aggressively raising rates and the U.S. aggressively raises their interest rates. And since the U.S. dollar, we have the uh, I don't know, we are fortunate enough for the dollar to be like the world currency, the dollar. You can go use the dollar anywhere. So since everyone uses the dollar in a lot of world trading currency because it is like our foundational dollar. If we increase interest rates, it doesn't just affect people here in America. It affects people in the UK. It affects people in Russia, in China, in Africa, in all these different places we do trades with. The dollar affects it because that's the one common thing that we can trade and do a lot of like conversions for and stuff. So this is they're dealing with a lot because like stuff going on across 
over on their land, but also it doesn't help that a lot of currency rate conversions and a lot of their money is backed up by the US dollar, which will get depreciated because interest rates are going high, the dollar is meaning less, and all those good things. So just to give you an idea, this does affect other people, um, what's going on in the USA. It affects people outside of the USA too. It's affected people in the UK, it's affected people in Russia, um, Ukraine, um, China, because we, we do do trade with China. They're actually getting power over America due to our trade deficit with them, and our dollars less and less, and their yen will become stronger because we owe them a lot of money and things like that. So I just want to kind of give you this article like, yeah, it's bad in UK, but also we have a part to play in that as like America, well, the USA, the American government has a part to play in that because when they decide these decisions based on their money, it does affect other countries as well, not just us. So yeah, um, we're bringing everyone down in the ship over here in, a, in the USA. That's kind of the um, moral of the story. And those are our topics today. We talked about how inflation across the board, across the U.S., interest rates, every the price of pretty much everything has gone up. We talked about how rent is now getting heavily affected by these interest rates. And we talked about how all the decisions being made in the United States have been affecting other countries and how it's been negatively affecting their dollar and their currencies. So be aware of what's going on, guys. Don't um, don't be afraid. Just be aware of what's going on. So you're prepared and how to spend your money or how to not spend your money. And that's what this show is about. We're just being educated. Know what's going on so we can manage our funds. Well, that's all we're doing here. And we can do that together with each other. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and review it down below. Share it on any of your social media and tag at Kyle the Horton on it. I will love you forever. We're all getting smarter about our money together. And if you would like to support me, I do have some links down below to my Patreon and other stuff like that. You guys are amazing. I appreciate you. I will see you next week for a great episode of Kyle Talks. Peace. Oh, 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 oh